0: What's up, what's up, Men of Abundance? This is Wally Carmichael, your host of Men of Abundance. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. You know, in case I haven't mentioned this enough, we live in the best times ever in history in so many ways. That's the whole thing about this abundance journey that I'm on and the Men of Abundance community and this podcast. That's what we're having these conversations all about. And that's the conversation that David and I have today. In part, we talk about so many ways that you can get your information out there and you don't even realize how much information you have in your head and the skills that you have that is so valuable to other people. David and I have that conversation today, and we're going to share with you a few ways that you can get your message out there and get the information that's in your head out to other people so that they can actually pay you for the information that you have. And I know that sounds intriguing to you, but even more than that, when I put together and we launched this Men of Abundance Society, we are going to have so much information in there for you to be able to figure out ways to take the knowledge that you already have Build upon that and share that with other people either in your community, online, or however you want to do it. And more importantly, we're going to be there to hold you accountable. I want to make sure that you are available and you know exactly when the Men of Abundance Society launches so that you can take full advantage of this opportunity and possibly be one of the founding members. So for right now, all I want you to do is become a part of our private Facebook group. And you can do that by going to menofabundance.com. At the top of the page, click on members only. There's a link on that page that's going to get you access to our private Facebook group. Now, if you are not on Facebook, I totally respect that and I get it. Just send me an email to wally at Put MOA society in the subject. That way I'll have your information and I will be able to let you know right away when the Men of Abundance Society launches so that you can become one of the founding members. Now last week's episode with David McLean, that day was the highest download day I've had by far. In fact, it doubled the next highest day and the reason for that was because so many people shared that episode. If you haven't heard that episode yet, make sure you go check out menofabundance.com forward slash 079. Listen to our conversation. It is really, really a good conversation. It's kind of long, but people hung around to the very end, and I got some really good feedback off of that. I got a little bit of negative feedback off of it as well, but hey, that's okay. That goes with the territory, and we'll talk more about that later. I might bring that up in the next five-minute Aloha Friday. But a lot of people shared that episode and I got quite a few people who subscribed and left a few rating and reviews. I would love to hear what you have to say about the show and what you're getting out of this experience. So when you go to menofabundance.com and listen to any of the podcast episodes, you might even be on the page now, just look right under the podcast player where it says subscribe or leave a rating and review, leave a review, click on that and leave me a review because that really pushes men of abundance up in the rankings on iTunes. It's extremely important because that way more people, more men who are looking for this information will be able to find us, and I really appreciate it. And you're definitely going to want to be subscribed because you don't want to miss our next 5-Minute Aloha Friday, and next week I'll be having a conversation with Phil Potts. Phil is the author of Habits of Heroic Husbands. I read this book. He sent the book to me. Really easy read, really quick read, but very, very powerful information. I want to make sure that you hear our conversation and why he wrote this book. It's actually a very interesting story, and it may be your story. So I encourage you to make sure you subscribe to Men of Abundance so you don't miss that episode. Now, let me introduce our featured guest. Our future guest today is David Bain. He is the founder and the host of Digital Marketing Radio, the weekly podcast and video show that that prizes actionable advice from today's top marketers. And he's also author of the newly published book, Digital Marketing in 2017. You can find out about that and more about David at digitalmarketingradio.com. David, how you doing, man?
1: Um, Very good. Um, Thank you so much for inviting me on, Wally. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: You know what? It's my pleasure, absolutely. And a mutual friend of ours connected us, uh, Mark Asquith. I believe he's out there in your part of the world. Where are you at today?
1: Yes. Yeah, the man with the dodgy beard. No, (laughs) Mark is um, a good friend of mine. He's um, based up in Yorkshire in the north part of England. I'm originally from Scotland, but I'm based in London myself, in the UK as well
0: absolutely yeah yeah mark is just an amazing guy he has helped me out so much i can't even man i owe the guy so much for the platform that he and john lee dumas has put together for podcasters by podcasters called podcast websites i can't say enough about that platform and i can't say enough about what he's done for the community in general
1: yeah he's a great chap and he's um Got um, 2017 as a year where he's really paying it back, and um, he's helping a lot of people this year. So, uh, if you haven't heard of Mark Asquith, dear listeners, certainly check him out.
0: Absolutely, I'm a, I'm a recipient of that, as a matter of fact. So, where are you at today?
1: Well, physically, um, based in um, my little home office in London, and um, to be more accurate, in uh, at Greenwich near London. Um, Have you ever been to the UK at all yourself,
0: Wally? I have not had the pleasure yet, but it will come.
1: Oh, I'm sure it will and um, hopefully we can hook up for a coffee or a beer at some point. That would be good as well. Either or. (laughs) (laughs) Or both.
0: (laughs) Or both, yeah. So before we get too much into the show, I like to start the show out basically the way I start out every single morning and it's a huge payoff for me and that is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today, David?
1: Well, you know what, I'm grateful to be born when I was and where I was, because just thinking about this today, if I was born just 50 years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't be blessed with the technology that we, we have now. And also, if you can think into the future, possibly, what, what the world, what is the world going to be like in 50 years time? So I honestly can't think of a better time to be, in lo- be, be alive and also to be born into a country where we can afford things like iPhones and lovely meals and restaurants. It's, it's just icing on the on t- on the on the cake on top of that.
0: That's a very good point and I think that's the first time somebody has actually said that as what they're grateful for on the show and I know many people would would echo that for sure but the point that you're making there is really a lot of people don't realize even with everything that we have going on in the world and we can see darn near everything that's happening on a every second of the day around the world. Um, We're in much better times today than we have ever been. We're We're healthier, there's more wealth in the world, people are living longer. We're definitely in a much better situation today than we were even 50 years ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I was just uh, reading a news article earlier on today saying that the average life expectancy in South Korea, it was, is now 90. And that's just average. So certainly people being born today can expect to live for a long time. And with all the technology advancing, I think it's an exciting time to be alive.
0: It is. And that's another reason why I like to have you on the show. And that's another reason why I'm doing this Men of Abundance, because much of what My mindset is for this show is just that realizing just how much we have in this world and how much of it can be accumulated and then used by the individual and then further shared uh, by lifting other people up with that same resource, with that same amount of resources. It's just truly amazing the world that we're living in, and that's always the point that I'm trying to get across.
1: Absolutely, there's no limit on resources. You can actually increase the amount of resources by helping other people do similar things to what you've done.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So here I'm in abundance. We like to learn a little bit more. We got we like to get to know the man behind the abundance. So share with me a little bit more about who you are, you know, and kind of work up to what you're doing at this point. How did you get into uh, marketing and, and digital marketing?
1: Well, I've been involved in digital marketing for 17 years now. I actually started off in the year 2000. And previously, I was in the hospitality industry. I was was just in my early 20s. And I was managing restaurants and hotels and I had a couple of friends that did the same thing. And we decided that the Internet's the place to be to make our millions, you know. So we decided to start our own business in the year 2000. And long story short, it didn't really work out. But... I got my taste of online and I figure out figured out fairly quickly myself how to build websites, how to drive traffic to websites and how to make money from that. So by about 2004, I was making a full time income online through online advertising, Google AdSense and websites. But I, I got into podcasting the next year in 2005, dabbled with it since then. But it was really actually a long time later, 2014, that I decided to take it seriously. And that's when I founded, I started Digital Marketing Radio, and um, I've really kicked on from there.
0: Yeah, and I love it. I love the content, and I love the information. There's so much, I just find it amazing how you started out on one particular journey, and then mm. you kind of go down that road and you find something that you hadn't even, i don't, from what I can understand, hadn't even considered, but you realized it along the way. And this is another point that I'm making all the time is experience as much as you can and mm. you're going to just fall into those things that you resonate with and that you just realize, hey, I'm good at this, you know, and when I'm doing it, the clock flies by super fast, so I must enjoy it. That's a... You know kind of a test that I have on if I'm enjoying something and I'm doing it and the time flies by you know it must be something I'm really engaged in so I, I like how you it just turned into that
1: absolutely find something you're absolutely passionate about but then commit to mastering that particular thing you know it takes a bit of work to do that as well but at least you're focusing on something that you love to do
0: yeah and in fact I was literally just talking with a gentleman Uh, who's been doing, um, he's been involved in martial arts for over 20 years and he takes his kid to have people teach his, 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 one of his children, uh, martial arts. And he's taken him to class two, three times a week. And then he's realizing now that, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. One, I can Mm -hmm. teach my own kid, but then I can teach other kids and other people and I said, you know what? That's a very good point. And you, you now, what he's doing is he's he's tr- he's looking for people to teach him how to teach, right? And mm. he's realizing that there's a need out there for it. And there's and I told him, I said, well, document everything that you learn, document everything that you do in building your coaching business, your your martial arts business, because as you can see right now. There's a need for it because you want it, and you know other people want it, but nobody really has a course teaching how to do that, and that's what people. That's where the payoff's going to be too, because then you're going to be able to expand that. And I, and I don't know. He's he's doing. Matter of fact, he's he's a networking guy. He's a IT guy. All right. That's what he does for a living. But his passion is martial arts, and he knows he can teach it. He's just got to figure out how to do it.
1: And in, in fact, actually, that reflects back to what we were talking about um, just 10 minutes ago. And um, if uh, you hadn't have been born um, as, you know, as you are in, in, uh, in the time that you've been born in, which is um, um, you know, now in the, in the late 2000s, then you wouldn't have things like Udemy and Be Able To Do online courses if, if that's what that chap was going to do um, because just 10 years ago I was trying to publish my own courses online and it was so difficult to actually get software to do the things that I wanted to do so nowadays 2017 is the best time ever to do whatever you want to do.
0: Absolutely. And the funny thing about that is what you just mentioned is exactly what I mentioned to him. I told him about Udemy and Educate Me and, and these other platforms that he can post his videos on. He's like, what are you, what is that? What are you talking about? Seriously? So this this evening I'll be sending him some links on that exactly. Because to do that in the past 10 years, 15 years, you had YouTube, which is good. But... It's not as easy to monetize that when you have something like Udemy where you can have some structure to it. You can have the course that they can just purchase one time and they have the whole thing and you can add stuff to it. It's just amazing the technology that we have for anybody to teach anything for that matter. If you want to teach somebody how to tear down a, a, you know, 68 Mustang and put it back together, you can... Film all that and put it all in a course and put it on Udemy, and bam, you got people buying it, and you're not even doing anything. You're just going in there and answering questions once in a while.
1: Absolutely, and it can actually also be a source of um, traffic towards other things that you do as well. Because I've got a couple of Udemy courses, I've got actually thirty-eight thousand students on Udemy, um, but um, I for the for the big course that I teach on there, I don't charge for it at all, and. I can message everyone who takes those courses and I tell them about live events and things like that that I do online. So it's actually a great way to build up a database of people that want to hear from you as well. You you can't get their email addresses, but you can send them those kind of messages within Udemy.
0: Yeah, very interesting. And then you're interacting with them and you're building a community, which is really important. So along the lines, I know you've got a lot of stuff going on and... I just know anybody who is progressing in life and doing amazing things, they end up with these kick in the gut moments, those moments (laughs) that just take you to your knees where you can't breathe. And I'd love for you to share with us one of those kick in the gut moments. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's funny that you said one of those kick in the <laughs> gut moments another because, well, well, maybe, maybe some a few of them actually, but that wasn't the reason I was, I was finding it funny because my uh, kick in the gut moment moment that I was thinking of is um, through a company called one and one internet mm. <laughs> I did mm-hmm. uh, and um, what happened this was a long time ago this is 2007 and I was making as I alluded to earlier on decent money online um, with my websites and advertising on there and they decided to take my domains and websites down for about two months mm. and that actually cost me tens of thousands of dollars and that, that was a kick in the guts um, and the reason they said they did it is they said that I was sending spam out which which I wasn't doing. Um, I had an email list at the time and I was um, sending emails out and uh, maybe a couple of people complained and um, one on one decided um, that they were going to just shut me down and one of the reasons that they could do that was I'd registered my domain name and had my website host with the same provider. So everything was locked in um, together. So I I can't remember if it was actually my website hosting or the domain that they they locked down, but essentially because they were both linked together, there was nothing I could do about it. And it was just an absolute nightmare. So from then on, it certainly taught me to have my domain registered with one provider and pointing to another website host, my, my website's hosted somewhere else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good point. And um, I can certainly feel that kick in the gut moment, especially when you're relying on that income. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I I, I was doing live seminars at the time, which was which were a fairly good source of income. But there's nothing like having consistent monthly income that comes in automatically. And that's, that's a wonderful thing to have, but to have that suddenly taken away is, is a bit of a nightmare as well.
0: Well, even more than the income, it ends up being a big question mark to your customers as well. Even your loyal customers and your fans, they're like, okay, something's definitely up here, so they're just going to move away and s- seldom come back.
1: Absolutely. And also any rankings that you have in search Mm. engines will disappear overnight as well. If your Mm -hmm. website is down for two months, Google are going to forget about you and any work that you had done is going to have to be done again in the future.
0: Wow. Yeah, definitely a mess. So what was the pivot point? How did you end up recovering from that?
1: Well, um, I did. The thing is, I mean, as I said to you, I was I was doing all right, um, doing live seminars ar- around the UK in um, two thousand and seven, and that was doing very well for me. I was I was making like several thousand pounds on on an individual day, uh, delivering a live seminar. But um, the issue came in two thousand and eight when combined with the fact that um, the monthly income from the the website had basically disappeared and also there was the downturn of the economy mm-hmm. in 2008 as well, the, the big financial crash. So I ended up getting a, a job as a digital marketing manager in a company um, and that year as well. So that let me sit back and really review what I was wanting to do with my um, my own business move, moving forward after that. So I I wasn't in urgent need of making money because of that. And, um you know, it allowed me to, to take a bit of time to sit back and, and think about things.
0: Well, there's a couple of points that I want to make there because that's very fortunate and exactly where I'm screaming all the time and telling men to have other things, you know, build a side hustle. If you got a good job and you enjoy your job, that's great. But anything can happen. You can get injured. A tragedy can happen in your family where you got to be home to take care of a family member. The business can go under, or you can otherwise get laid off or any number of things. And Mm. you had it to where this happened to you and it took a large chunk of your revenue and affected your business greatly on many different um, levels, like we already mentioned. But you had something there. And then on top of that, you knew you were going to be able to recover eventually because you already had the skills that it took to build that organization, build that community, build the website and so it, you know I can imagine that you're very resilient in that time and it just didn't well it was a kick in the gut moment for sure and I don't want to downsize that but you had something to fall back on
1: yeah absolutely but, but it allowed me to, to do that sitting back and reviewing mm-hmm. what I really wanted to do, what I was particularly passionate about because uh, prior to that i really was a digital marketing generalist and it it took me a few years to really realize that actually podcasting was something that i was particularly passionate about so it you know it, it took me right up to 2014 to decide to really put together a great quality microphone you know good quality audio equipment and try to work at honing my skills of interviewing people and being able to produce a a, a decent quality podcast
0: wonderful yeah i love it i absolutely love hearing stories like that especially when you end up going a different direction than what you were originally at it's just wonderful Mm. what other? so let's talk about what you're doing now and and you know i've listened to a couple of your episodes but specifically what who is your audience and and who are you helping and and how are you doing that
1: okay i mean the funny thing about um um audiences i mean a lot of businesses or or, or people try to think of their audience first and produce content for that. With my podcast all I was doing was I was producing content that I was really interested in myself and I was talking to people that I really wanted to talk to and through the consistent publishing of content like that I started to build an audience who actually happened to happen to be marketing agency owners primarily and um, some digital entrepreneurs as well and but it, it wasn't with a view to building a specific audience. all I wanted to do was produce the best content that I could on a very consistent basis and see who happened to listen and then think about future products after that
0: the thing that I really like about that is it's contrary to everything that I've been taught when it comes to starting a podcast or a blog or even starting a business is to find out what the needs of your what I was always taught was find out what what the needs are of the people out there who is your audience create your avatar you know down Mm -hmm. to their age their their family composition where they where they live you know all that kinda stuff and what you did was really I, I guess kind of the opposite of that is you just started talking about what you were passionate about, as you said, and then your audience just organically came.
1: Yeah, I think I think your av- avatar in reality, um, if, if you're doing things that, that are really right for you, probably tend to reflect who you are anyway. And um, if you're doing things that don't particularly resonate with you, then I think you're more likely to either turn people away or not attract people to begin with. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's best having a smaller audience, but having an audience who are, you know, especially engaged and they're only likely to be engaged if, if they think the, the, the same ways that you do.
0: Yeah, I really like that because you're absolutely correct. And that's not to say that you're going to talk about something that you're passionate about and you want to direct it to, you know, who you, you know, who you want to direct it to, but it is definitely much more organic to just, Talk about what you enjoy talking about. In this case, with the podcast, I absolutely love that approach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I honestly didn't do it with anything in mind. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm in a really nice position now. I'm, um, uh, you know, doing my pod- podcast. Um, um, i I've got a few different clients. I've uh, published a book recently. Obviously, uh, I've been asked to actually run a digital marketing course that's backed by Google. I've been asked to be a remote lecturer at liveuniversity.com, which is based in the States. I've also been asked to appear on uh, South Dublin FM radio station uh, to be interviewed on there as well. So if you continually uh, do things, you know, every single week or however often you want to do things and commit to doing that and do them to as high a level as possible, then opportunities will naturally come to you.
0: Agreed. And all of that came, all of that that you just mentioned, did all of that come as a result of your podcasting or did that yes. also have to do with your speaking gigs?
1: It, it came as a result of the relationships that I've built through my podcasting. Mm-hmm. So some of them end up being face-to-face, but really at the heart of it was was the podcast.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm experiencing the same thing. And it blows my mind every day. I've, I've met people personally that end up out here in Hawaii on vacation or a couple of guys live here. In fact, one podcaster that I got in contact with contacted me and he works right here in the same hospital I work at. And mm-hmm. actually, we ran into each other as we were walking out the door the other day. And he's like, Wally, what's up? And I, and I took a double take because I didn't really recognize him because he doesn't have his picture up everywhere. And um, we got to talking and I ended up on his show it's just it's really cool the the uh, community that we build here by doing podcasting
1: yeah it's it's funny i remember i was at an event recently and um this woman came up to me and said uh, yeah i listen to you as i walk through the woods every day okay okay that's good
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it is interesting it's very interesting it's interesting when people say you know tell you where they're at when they're listening to your podcast and i'm like Mm. that's okay i didn't need to know all that (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, no, amazing. Yeah. It really is an amazing community that we build in our individual niches and our niches, or however you want to pronounce that word. A lot I know, of, I know.
1: I don't know how we, uh, why we tend to say it twice in, in different ways because know. uh, everyone knows uh, uh, what uh, each version means. But anyway, exactly, that's, exactly. That's I agree. Fun, that
0: is funny. So we're at the point, David, where we're going to pay it forward. Are you ready to do that?
1: I am indeed.
0: E- excellent. So give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today.
1: Right, okay. Well, first of all, stop doing marketing that you don't love to do. Otherwise your customers will see through what you do. Only doing only do stuff that you love to do and that, that passion will come across. Secondly, commit to being consistent. Even if it's once every three months, whatever you do, you know, be consistent as well as doing a great job at doing it and if you are consistent eventually it really will happen and thirdly build relationships with industry leaders making them look good and don't have an end in mind just build that relationship serve them make them look good and eventually great things will happen for you as well
0: that last one they're all great action steps for sure that last one do you have an example of what that would look like
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, I've I've obviously interviewed um, about about 300 people or something like that. And I've never done it with a view to doing business with them directly or anything like that. I've interviewed um, people like Rand Fishkin from Moz.com, people like Larry Kim from WordStream. And they will... um, you know be back in communication with me and if I'm looking for um, maybe an introduction to someone in the future though they'll, they'll be willing to do that certainly as well but it's it's just um, proving that um, you don't have any ulterior motive in mind and maintaining that contact you know just by maybe saying hi every so often mm-hmm. um, do, I Loads of people have come back on my shows like I did a, a special show in uh, the beginning of December where I had over 100 people on one live show because I, I do a, a live special at the, at the end of each year. And I think the fact that so many people have come back on mm-hmm. that have been previous guests are probably uh, a demonstration of, of, of the quality of, of the relationship that I've built with people in the past.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. I love that because it's going to come back. And if it don't, you know, maybe it doesn't come back through that individual, but it comes back from somewhere else. It just does.
1: Absolutely. It will come back in different ways. Um, Maybe someone will hear the interview or maybe they can introduce you to someone else who can make a big difference in a different way to your um, your business, to your life. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's also a numbers game as well. Mm -hmm. If you keep on doing it, it certainly will come back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it just feels good just to lift others up anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So what daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life?
1: Well, um, I try to be reasonably fit. I think it's important to have a fairly healthy heart. So I try to go to the gym once every two days if I can, just to, to keep my heart going for half an hour. So I think that's that's really important. I try to read decent books every so often. I probably have been guilty of not reading books quite often enough, but I I, I want to get more into that habit. But at least I've got my iPhone and I can certainly subscribe to podcasts and and listen to them. And so I like podcasts like, uh, in terms of podcasting, the Podcasters Round Table is a great um, technical advice podcast uh, in terms of getting the quality of your podcast right. Uh, I also like Mixergy uh, by Andrew Warner as well. I think that's a a great podcast as well.
0: Great. Thanks for those recommendations. And speaking of books, what book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why?
1: Well, the book I was thinking of um, was actually The Magic of Thinking Big by Mm -hmm. David Schwartz. It's been, you know, probably 20 years or something like that since I first picked it up. But I have read it about three or four times. And I was just looking at it. I've got it in front of me here. I was just looking at it. It's all uh, um, tatty and uh, almost faded in color. But I suppose that's a sign that uh, it's been well read multiple times. But I think I'll try and read this again um, over the next couple of months or so because it is, really is a wonderful book.
0: It is a wonderful book. I've got that book somewhere in a footlocker. Um, yeah. I haven't picked it up in a while, but I've, I know that's one of the earliest books when I did get into reading. That's one of the earliest books I picked up. Really, really mm. good book. I got one more question for you, and that is, what does living a life of abundance mean to you, David?
1: To me, it, re- it really means not thinking I'll never do that or never be able to do that. I think too many people fall into the trap of thinking, well, my life is about being in this industry or being at this level in my career. If I ever maybe have the thought creeping into my my head of um oh, i'll never be able to do that I, I try and lock that down straight away and i think um to be abundant means that uh, you really do believe that you can do anything that you want to do
0: yeah beautiful answer all right man so we're gonna close this up but before we do i'd love for you to leave us with any parting piece of guidance and any other way to get in contact with you i gave the your website at the beginning of the show but and i'll definitely have that listed in the show notes at men of share with us any uh, last words of advice and any way that we can get in touch with you
1: well my parting piece of advice of advice would be if you're scared of doing anything realize how insignificant everyone is in the universe you shouldn't be scared of doing something you should actually be scared of saying i wish i would have in the future
0: so how can we get in touch with you
1: okay great well thank you so much for inviting me on wally it was um great to have this conversation and um, in terms of getting in touch, probably either Twitter or my website. So my Twitter handle is at David Bain, at David, B-A-I-N. And the website is digitalmarketingradio.com.
0: Perfect. And I'll have, like like I said, I'll have those links in the show notes. And you can go there. The cool thing about the show notes is, and I love this, it's John Lee Dumas always says he has the best show notes in the in, in, in podcasting but I have the same show notes man so I've heard a
1: few people claim that one now yes. yeah yeah absolutely
0: everybody says it I don't know if they're the best but they're very efficient in that they have timestamps, so that if you're interested if you just want to get right to that point where, of interest where you really wanted to get to I have that listed in the show notes all you got to do is click on that timestamp; it takes you right there to that part and you can listen to it over and over again right on the website so go there and check that out and all the links and books and everything else that we mentioned that way you can. Get in touch with David and study this episode and learn as much as you want. David, I appreciate your time, man. Have an awesome day.
1: Thanks for inviting me, Wally. It was great to be here with you.
0: My pleasure. Again, men of abundance, we truly live in an abundant world. We live in a great time right now. There is so much opportunity out there for everybody. And if I can be of any assistance in any way through this podcast, through menofabundance.com or through the Men of Abundance Society or the Facebook group, I'm honored. I truly am. Part of what really gets me up in the morning is the opportunity to be a part of your journey. And it's truly exciting and an honor that you would be here listening to my voice and listening to any wisdom that I can share with you through myself or through the amazing guests that we have here on the show. And I don't want you to just listen to this stuff. I want you to take action on these action steps and take action in your life. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward.
1: That's all for today, abundance leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.